Hello, welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk number 10. My name is Nestor, I'm here with Henry, and uh, we're two guys, two mics, and two pints. What a week, huh? Yeah, it's been uh, just uh, jam-packed with a lot of gaps in between, right? But um, a lot of big news, but most importantly, um, we got to start with, you know, the most honorable mention, and that's going to be for uh, Bayern Munich of Germany, who, as we called, uh, beat PSG in the Champions League final to secure their sixth um, Orejona, their sixth uh, Champions League trophy, and it's kind of kind of expected. I mean, just the strongest team from the beginning of the tournament, completely undefeated. This year, Bayern doesn't know the feeling of defeat in the Champions, and the only team to ever do that. So, massive respect. Um, what were your thoughts, man? Uh, let's just start there. I mean, just because it's Champions League, it's a Champions League, right? I, I honestly thought that we should give more credit to Sevilla for winning the Europa. Ah, I just, I just. Uh, he's taking the piss. Yes. Uh, <laughs> PSG versus Bayern Munich. I found to be a really good match. Um, a lot of people um, weren't weren't that happy with the way the match went. Uh, I was I was in, in interested the whole time. It was a pretty intense affair, especially yeah. in the beginning where it was it was very uh, give and take for both sides. Um, but you know we we do have to mention the fact that uh, PSG's uh, offense just wasn't able to come through. Mm-hmm. Now there's a few reasons for that, um, and it's not simply that they didn't show up. Because they they did show a lot of flair, they did show a lot of uh, a lot of creation. Uh, it just comes down to uh, well, in my opinion, the midfield battle, which I touched on last week. I found PSG's team as a whole, the, the whole unit, um, to be very average when you take um, when you take the uh, the offense out of the equation, which is very scary. Uh, Di Maria, Mbappe, and Neymar. You know the midfield um, and the defense—they're—they're they're just not on the same level as those guys. You don't have someone uh, on that level. I think the person closest to that level is actually their keeper, Kaylor Navas. Yeah, who didn't really have much to do in the match. I think he only had like two saves because the rest were just out of. Did um, the rest of the shots weren't on target? But yeah, that midfield got eaten up by by Bayern. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, tactically, or uh, I guess. Uh, in your analysis, how did you feel that the game went? I mean, um, I think Bayern edged them. Not only, um, not not even edged. Edged wouldn't be the right word. They were uh, better than them, and um, maybe it didn't reflect on the scoreline. But you look at the possession stats. Bayern were in control most of the match. Kaylor Navas um, was tested, but wasn't tested as as much as we expected, possibly. But I will say uh, PSG played a surprisingly good game defensively. Yeah. Very cautious. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. So credit to uh, that back line. But, um, you know, what can you say, man? Uh, when you see the ball, the kind of ball that Kimmich is able to put in for uh, Kingsley Coleman, who finishes it off uh, in uh, with a header, which we're just not really seeing. Just a beautiful, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to call it a chip pass, but... It, it looked a, like it almost, right? Yeah, it was just a beautiful uh uh, just cross with all the intention of finding Coleman on the far post. Yeah, it had a really nice apex, and that yeah. that was that was the the only goal of the match. So, I mean, personally, I love to see goals. So I thought from that perspective, the game was a little dull. Lacking. But if you're able to appreciate the matchups and you know uh, the battle in the midfield, which Byron just killed it, um, it it was still a good game, you know. And uh, right, you know, Byron were rightful winners. I thought that. Um, 
I, I, I was expecting more out of Mbappe, out of Neymar. I know Mbappe is coming off of an injury. Uh, but Which he hasn't used as an excuse, which is a pretty good thing. It's refreshing to hear, and he's only 21. So, I mean, this is all great experience from him. Once you experience the f- that feeling of losing at the biggest stage in, in Europe, I guess you could say, um, it's it's humbling, but I'm sure he'll be back, and this won't be his last time there. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to talk about Coleman because he, he he's a PSG product, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And he comes in and just tears up Carrier on the right side. You know what's interesting about him is he's never really found a, a home for for himself. But I think just this goal on its own seals his future. He had Bayern. such a good performance. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm stuck between four Bayern players of man of the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimmich had an amazing game. Yeah, he's uh, always good. Yeah. Coleman was was just terror for PSG's right right backs. Um, yeah, uh, Carrer and. Uh, uh, who's the other defender? Uh, I don't remember. Might have been Marquinhos, I think. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. On so that right on flank. that side, he just kept them busy. They were going uh, at that flank all game. Uh, yeah. Diago had a, almost a perfect game for for a midfielder for a six. Um, you know, position that I pay a lot of attention to. He he was almost flawless. He, he doesn't lose the ball. He knows. He's very confident in his control. There's one, just a small moment where the ball's like it's coming high. He controls it easily and just um, passes it quickly. Yeah, it's just that kind of confidence and that and just the the decisiveness of his of his game. You know, uh, not to cut you off, dude, yeah. I love the way he switched the ball at one moment in the match where he just received yeah. it quickly and a snapshot pass to the other side yeah. of the field and it set up the goal. I believe mm-hmm. just spread. That's the game spreading the. The defense and i think he's so great at that but yeah go yeah on. yeah no Sorry. um you know he he's like in that same mold of uh of cross and uh busquets that you know just oozes confidence and you know just uh, knows knows and knows his ability and is just able to to control that that midfield and uh oh, man what what a, what a performance yeah you just uh, gotta hope he doesn't join liverpool huh oh man it looks like looks like it's happening but we'll talk about transfers in a bit <laughs> uh neuer as well he, you know he, oh, he had, was amazing he had amazing saves yeah that that neymar save or uh it comes off comes off his heel and he's able to just on on the natural fall his arm was able to catch it bounces back to neymar and then yeah you know he prevents the the cross from going back in the box where mbappe was ready to jump on that mm-hmm. um uh, he he stopped another Mbappe shot. Um, I think he had he had a pretty good amount of saves. I think he like had a good amount of saves. One that I remember that he uh, he's like literally stood like parallel to the player, but then he just quickly shifts his hips and uh, shapes his legs to like damn near build the wall and yeah. he, you know deflects off the ball. And that's what's so great about Neuer, I think. And we saw it in in the game against Lyon. He's so great at at uh, cutting down angles. Yeah, and making himself big. Yeah, which Pause. you know. It, it <laughs> ah, no, go on. You know he's he's good at uh at uh, creating just a wall uh, from nowhere. So, you know, uh, Bayern Bayern had a lot of guys um, that that played well. Mueller actually had a he had a relatively quiet game in terms of you know uh, attack, but he mm-hmm. was always in the right position. He was pressing the whole match. He was making life hard for the defenders and uh, creating space for for the attack for Lewandowski and uh, Gnabry. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Goretzka, another guy that just does not get tired. He's going to hound you the whole game. Yeah. Uh, the one player that was maybe a little exposed, and uh, rightfully so, he's just still so young, Alfonso Davies, mm. who was, you know, um, in the in the first part of the first half, he was 
he was getting dribbled by pretty pretty often. Carrer was going by him a few times. He, he even uh, created a foul. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about uh, Davies' performance? I think uh, it wasn't his best match. I but I. I think he he was it wasn't a disaster class on his part. No. I think no no Byron no. player did terrible, but he was probably the the light that didn't shine the brightest on that squad. And um, I don't know if it was nerves or, or maybe part of the game plan or sometimes you just have to give credit to the opponent. And honestly, yeah. I'm sure he'll be fine going forward. But yeah, yeah, not his best match. We we expect to see a little bit more vibrance from him. Yeah, you can't um, go too forward as well because Di Maria was on his ass, and oh, uh, yeah. like I said, care. And maybe the plan was to make kind of keep him from uh, from uh, getting too forward because Coleman was getting up there and they occupy a lot of the same space in that in that third uh, yeah uh, in that third uh, that final third I'm, I'm so like absolutely terrified for the moment that Leroy Sané runs the flank with with Alfonso Davies that's oh, gonna be scary those overlaps and uh, yeah and link ups are gonna be insane uh, it's gonna break my heart man but yeah, yeah uh, well, it looks like you guys might see them in the final or close to damn oh. near. Well, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll discuss that in a little bit because yeah. there's uh, some big news for City that we have to mention. But, yeah. um, you know, we'll stay on top. Well, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Um, more on the PSG side. Um, uh, I felt bad for, for Neymar. He was he was in tears mm-hmm. uh, uh, right, right away after the match, uh, you know. He started off looking dangerous, and mm-hmm. then towards the end, I don't know if it was fatigue or just Bayern just just up their ass the whole time. But yeah. he was making a lot of erratic plays towards the last, I would say, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, he he, he wasn't as direct. Bounds. His, his control was off. You know, granted, Goretzka, uh, Thiago, and Kimmich uh, on you all game. Pounding him, yeah. That's going to, you know, that's, that's definitely going to uh, close all, a lot of space that he loves to operate in. Yeah. Um, how how do you feel about about a PSG in in general? Uh, I think they did as good as they could. Really, I think they can go out of this tournament, bow their head, and, and be proud with the performance. Of course, they didn't win, but I mean to lose to Bayern, it's no shame. It was only a, a one goal difference. Mm-hmm. A historic uh, Bayern side, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Historic in in many in many ways. Treble winning side, you know, um, which you know you can measure differently. It's. Uh, a German treble isn't the same as a Spanish treble or, or an English treble, if we're honest. But it's still impressive nonetheless because that means you were consistent, right? But to stick on PSG, I thought they, they did as well as, as they could. Um, defensively, their center-back partnership was pretty on point, in my opinion. Uh, I think their weak link was, was a carrier. Uh, he's he's for me, he's not up to the level of a PSG-type team. That's just me. I well, think a lot of those guys... Um, yeah. Past they, the midfield back is like kind of yeah, sketch. And huh? A lot of their players, um, they credit credit to a lot of their players. They they played better. They they arose to the occasion basically. Yeah. Um, but they're none of them are anywhere near the level of Di Maria, Mbappe, and Neymar. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Thiago at one point yeah. as a defender. And, and, and Navas maybe. maybe. You could but, yeah, it. those guys those guys are are all good and well. But the rest of the cast is it, they're just they're. <laughs> They're not, they're not good to, enough. They're, yeah, you, you know, uh, PSG. Um, I, I know they focus a lot on star signings, mm-hmm. especially lately with all the money that they have. But they really should reinforce the midfield and the defense. But maybe they don't see any reason to because they dominate Ligue 1 so much. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I'm talking about, man. You you don't see that weakness or that flaw when you play teams like Saint Etienne, uh, Nantes, uh, you know, Lille. Um, 
uh, for me, they haven't. They've lost that tooth in the midfield where it's like very, like a, a very rigid well, player. Well, had a good game too, and I, I forgot about him. Yeah, he wasn't bad. But when they lost a uh, Blaise Matuidi, since then that yeah. midfield to me has has been. They like they like a little bit. They're of lacking, yeah. Um, but just to quickly touch on the two stars, Neymar and Mbappe, I think going forward they'll be in good in good shape. But I think I personally was going for Bayern, and I'm glad they won because they were PSG. We can't forget. As much as we feel sorry for them, they were celebrating pretty loud and proud after that win against um, uh, Leipzig. Yeah, you so, would have thought that they won the, the, the whole Champions thing. League. Yeah. So this should serve as a reminder to them to maybe be a little more humble, a little more thoughtful. Because when you saw Bayern win their game, even in a more decisive fashion, just put the headphones on and back in the bus. You know, like they they're yeah. on they were on a mission. So. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good lesson for even neutral fans to see what how champions behave and how they go about their work. But yeah, yeah, that, yeah and uh, you know, different different strokes, different folks. But you know, um, different folks, different strokes. I, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, a lot of people like that. You know, stay quiet, stay humble, uh, bullshit. <laughs> you know, and to an extent, yeah, you can agree. But they, yeah, they really just celebrated a little too much. Yeah. Um, having said that. Uh, before we move on to the next topic, uh, for Bayern, what do you think is an area that they need to improve on or that they should be worried about for next season? Yeah, um, at, at, the, at this rate right now, uh, it's really hard to find one, if I'm honest with you. There's, they are, there are some question marks at that center back position with uh, Boateng just constantly getting injured. Obviously, he's up there in age. Yeah. Uh, Schule is good, but he he's also coming off of an injury. And he's lacking a lot of pace. He's lacking a lot of pace. He's yeah. a he's a unit. He's an absolute fridge, as they say in England. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's that question mark. So that center back position is somewhere where maybe they can strengthen up. I'm sure they can find a few teams in the Bundesliga sure. to maybe scalp. But uh, <laughs> uh, also up front, uh, and I say this, Lewandowski is still good, and he's going to be great for a season, two, three, maybe three seasons, I say. Yeah. But it's time to start thinking about uh, replacing that because Muller's getting older as well. So just that that tooth and attack, well, you Mueller, know. Muller still has a few years. He's only thirty. Yeah, I, but I, he, thought, I thought he was older than that. Yeah, well, he he burst on the scene very young, and he, his face looks like he's forty. He, damn near, he's, but you know, you know, it's the fair skin. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, those are just two areas. But I mean, it's hard to say that for yeah. the champs. You know, it's like they're the best team in Europe, as as much as it hurts to say. Yeah, uh, they definitely do need to to think about strikers. Um, Lewandowski, uh, probably they'll probably end up with Holland. Yeah, I hope not. But <laughs> or yeah. so, someone's going to come out in the next year or so before Sabitzer? Lewandowski dis- declines. Who? The Sabitzer from uh, Leipzig. Ah, uh, but is he a striker? Yeah, he yeah. can. He's he can, but you know, it's, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him on a Bayern bench yeah. at some point. Oh man, hopefully <laughs> not. The guy deserves better. Yeah. Um, speaking of Lewandowski, uh, top scorer in all three competitions that they won the treble in, which is pretty significant. Yeah. And um, makes you think like, may- hey, maybe he, he is going to be yeah. robbed from <laughs> from the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Um, you know, so I feel I do feel bad about that, but the guy, the guy's a beast, man. Yeah, and his TikToks are amazing. I, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't follow that man. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I mean, yeah. You look at the stats at every level, every comp. He's um, he's shown up. You know what's crazy to me though, like, and it's not no shots on him. It's like that. The game's like that sometimes. We saw it with Lautaro as well. He didn't score much in in the the last two three games. He was kind of just more of a a distraction or a decoy um, for the defenses. 
Um, he might have scored against uh, in in the thrashing against Barcelona, but I mean that's like everybody got their yeah, leg in there, you know. But um, yeah, Coutinho got too. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, for me, um, it was kind of interesting to see that they didn't necessarily depend on their strikers to to get many goals. Yeah, well, Bayern's that kind of team, though. They don't they have attack coming from everywhere. They, you don't need to necessarily rely on your target guy. Having said that, it it may be worrying, but he he did get his goals, and some of them were just you know he was due for one. Yeah. If 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 anyone deserves a goal, you know. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's that's a huge factor because they did so well, and he he's been pretty consistent all season. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Or you right, know, right. No, too. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, that yeah he, he did kind of falter a bit towards the end. Still an amazing player, and yeah, you look yeah. at the stats. We're, yeah, we're not taking any credit. No, I know you're not. But um, I trust you. It also, I mean, and I don't know if this is a good segue because I know this is something we wanted to talk about. But it, when I see that and the way Barca, uh, Barca, sorry, Bayern have been so successful on getting these goals from different angles, different positions, kind of beck, it beckons the the question of of uh, is the number nine or the true number nine dying the position? Yeah. Uh, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Because um, it's thrown out a lot. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that, that, um, you know, you don't really have your, the target man as it used to be, like Gabriel Batistuta, Jared um, Borghetti for the Mexico fans, uh, who else, Raul, Raul um, yeah. I, I know I'm missing out, Hernan Crespo, Miroslav uh, Klose back in the Miroslav day, Miroslav Klose, um, just, just your number nine, your guy that stays in the box, uh, scores a lot of goals from the, from the six yard box, um, yeah, they, you don't see too many of those guys anymore. Uh, they're actually the ones that that are still there are getting older, and they're being offloaded uh, from their from their teams. Right. Uh, the big names right now are Cavani, uh, Suarez, and uh, and Iguain. Gonzalo. Um, and I struggle right now to think of of a proper number nine, like a traditional number nine. Romelu Lukaku. Lukaku, yeah. He's the only guy that really comes to mind. A Jeko maybe. Edin Jeko. Mandzukic. Uh, Mandzukic, yeah. But like none, no, 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 like a really high level. Maybe mm. Holland is getting there. Maybe I think he's the next guy. Yeah. But even then, he still he still sometimes come tracks back and comes from from behind a little bit. But yeah, he's the closest I I, I can think of. And I, I know there's there there's got to be some out there. I mean, there's some that exist at clubs yeah, that are just. You yeah, know, just no one on a on a really high level right. uh, anymore. So you know, we, we talk about the evolution of the game. Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to know because the false nine is becoming more prevalent. Yeah, and um, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it, I think it is a dying position. I think um, football has evolved from from relying on a number nine to get your goals. Uh, wingers, I think, are are becoming infinitely more important than than someone in the middle right. waiting for the ball. Yeah, those guys are scoring a lot. Uh, Ronaldo come, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't even know where he plays for Juventus, but for Madrid, where he scored a majority of his goals, were f- were coming from the left flank. Yeah, and, and going in, Robin, you know, famous for uh, cutting to cutting inside and shooting. Yeah, um, you know, all those guys. Raheem Sterling, one of the leading scorers. Yeah. Obama Yang, I guess you can say, is one of those traditional lines. But again, he's got he's, he's got that skill set. That's more of a winger. Yeah, he could play like a winger. And yeah. it's like, well, also you think sometimes there's players who have the body and the physique to be like, oh, this guy's got to be a nine. He's got to be a stand up back to the to the goal striker. Back to the back to the goal. Yeah. And then you look at Benzema. You look at Giroud. You know, 
Oh, yeah, Giroud's another one. Yeah, players who, yeah, you, you expect them to be a, a dominant, you know, physical number nine, but they actually end up being, like, really good with their feet. And it's, yeah. like, it's a skill that's maybe ha- it's being developed in Europe where maybe these, you know, very physical players are, are starting to work on uh, the, the, the other parts of their game and not just goal scoring and not just being so one-dimensional, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And, and the guys that are um, your your strikers, they're a lot more small now, a lot leaner. Um, Look at Lautaro. La, yeah, I was just going to say Lautaro, Gabriel Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe maybe even uh, Chicharito, who started the revolution. Jamie <laughs> just, Vardy. Uh, Jamie Vardy, he's, he's slight. Um, yeah. uh, you know, th- th- I think that, that sort of player is a lot more common now oh, yeah. than, than what we were used to even 10 or 15 years ago. Surely, yeah. Uh, so that that's actually a really good topic that you brought up right now. Yeah, uh, well, we were yeah. kind of brushing on it either earlier today or yesterday. I don't remember. Oh, don't take yeah. credit for yourself, man. Uh, don't, don't don't take it away from yourself. Man. You're, you're, you know, you're Teamwork sharp, makes a dream work, bro. Yeah. Trust me, I'm not like Braun, bro. <laughs> I give credit. Well, Le- LeBron gets assists, man. Ah, that, where do you think his triple-doubles come from? Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, Don't man. slander my guy. All right. <laughs> nah, anyway, um, so, yeah, uh, are we done with the Champions League final? Yeah, man. Uh, again, credit to, to uh, Bayern. And, uh, One thing uh, that I noticed, and uh, I, was, I always put myself in this position, you know, when uh, they're handing out the silver medal. Mm-hmm. Do you, oh, how do you feel about them taking it off? Oh, I, I don't know, man. I guess it's kind of petty, right? I mean, you should still be proud to be there, and it's a historical moment. Everybody remembers the final. Not everybody remembers the quarterfinals all the times. I think you should keep it on, man. You should be proud to, that you made it there. But yeah. I know there's players on, on teams that won't settle for anything but number one, and they've been groomed that way since well, they're, they're kids. They're probably all you know winners their whole life. Yeah, exactly. You look at Mbappe. Yeah. And I don't think he took off his medal, but Mbappe, you know. He wasn't he, happy he's a serial, for sure. He's a serial winner. Yeah. Uh, Neymar, who's won it, he's got the trouble already, so he knows. Mm. He's know, won. He knows both, the joy yeah. of uh, victory. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I always think about that, and we'll probably bring this up next time a, a big uh, tournament comes on. Yeah, and, and not just quickly one last point that since I just it just came to me right now, but. And we've seen, I've seen it on a lot of different uh, media facets, comparing the squad budgets of both uh, starting 11s and what kind of bothered uh, me about yeah. that, because I know I, I hit you up about that. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of me coming as a City fan as well, but I feel like a lot of times PSG and City get slandered for the amount of money they pay for, for their players. Boom, that's one thing. But then they, they show Bayern, and, and they paid fairly little for, for their starting 11 of very talented players. But nobody mentions the fact that we've, you know, we were talking about it, about the fact that they, you know, have been uh, reported to, like, tell players to run down their contract so they can sign them on mm-hmm. a free, give them a b- big, chunky contract, and they can win. And they do that a lot with the Bundesliga teams. Um, so I thought that was unfair. I just wanted to say that. So for everybody doing that, comparing the squad or the wage budgets or the transfer values between PSG and Bayern, it's not a fair playing field. So I just wanted to put that out there. But I don't know if you have any opinion on that. Yeah. Um, I, I think Bayern has set themselves up to, well, one, their their ability to, to compete in the now while still looking to the future and tapping up those players that you mentioned to, to yeah. run out their contracts. So, you know, they still look like a, like a, um, like a attractive option 
while while actually being an attractive option you know um right of course you want to join a championship and a championship winning team um versus you know someone that's like look we're we're we, we just got like six plays but we have all this money you know it, 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 i think you have a little more faith and, and a little more uh, security knowing that hey like these guys you know obviously they're going to pay me this but they still look structured versus psg they're they're one Mbappe. They're one Mbappe uh, uh, away from not being in contention anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because PSG uh, at the moment are still more or less a set stepping stone. They're trying to buy their their way into being the final destination, versus being um, you know a stop away from. Right now, obviously, the the rumor is. Well, the open secret more more like is Mbappe going to Madrid next season, so I hope not. They they they, they want to put themselves in that position. And that's why they spend their money. I think that's well. That's my opinion anyway. Yeah. No. No. I mean, you you know, it's that's those those are some good points. I just feel like it's it's unfair to PSG at times. Um, yeah, I mean, from course. from the monetary perspective, but yeah. from everything you said, yeah, I totally agree. And um, when is that going to change? It's not going to change until uh, League One becomes more competitive. Yeah, Truthfully. or or they or they structure themselves in a way where spending money isn't going to be their their only way of of getting better. They're going they have to scout better. They have to have a better academy. Academy, definitely. Yeah. Um, how many how much youth talent um, do we really know PSG for having? Not not many. Not I can't many. think of anyone that's like, oh fuck, he he came from uh, PSG. Like yeah. right now, Jaden Sancho came from City. Yeah. Well, Uh-oh. yeah, no, it's true. Uh, the Greenwood. only guy I could think of now that's going to maybe is Xavi Simmons, the the academy guy they brought in from La Masia. Oh, from yeah. See, even and he's even not be, technically. Even then, he's built from yeah. You know, well, uh-huh. he's still developing with them, so I guess we can say he's he's a product of them. Yeah, I don't it, think it, it's unfair. I don't think it's fair to say, oh well, he started. That's where he started, so that's where he's built from. Mm, yeah, that's that's. How I mean, is he, I, I get what you're saying. Sixteen. He's 14? young. He's young. Yeah, yeah he's, he's hella he's young. Child. Probably like sixteen, right? But uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, that's yeah, that's Still just something I had to get off my chest. Places. But um, yeah, moving on though. What's uh, what's uh, next what's on the next back on the on the dock? Uh, do you want to talk about the Europa final? We can we can touch on it. Obviously, it's not as prestigious, but it was. You know, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up. I enjoyed that game more than the Champions. Wow. I mean, in terms of competitiveness hmm. and. Uh, well, there was more goals for sure. Oh yeah, well you know me, I love goals. I love attacking football, but not saying it didn't oh, we exist. Didn't talk in the talk about the the VAR controversy or the non-VAR controversies from the Champions League. Oh, we didn't even touch on that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so the first one Brief was Coman breezing past Carrer, you know, oh. as he did the whole game. Right. Carrer throws his arm over Coman's shoulder. Coman looks like he falls a little too easily, mm-hmm. but there's definitely grip. Yeah, made on on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and it pulls him down. Referee decides no call, and uh, and that was it. They didn't, I don't think they even reviewed it, right? No, oh, no, they they did review it. They they found it inconsequential. Oh. It was okay. Do you think if the ref actually like looked at the because mo- he didn't look at the monitor, he just they, know, he just took the earpiece. Yeah, yeah. Do you think if he looked at it, he would have called it? <sighs> Fuck, man, it's a tough one. Cause Probably would have. By the interpretation of the of the law, it should be a penalty. Yeah. But and I was I told you this like I feel like if that if this happens, I mean it happens every game, but, you know if it's on a set piece nobody gets called for it. But since it was in the run of in the run of uh, the game as they call it in the run of play, it looks bad. But for me, um, I I felt that Coleman fell too easily. Mm. 
And which, uh, which he probably did. Yeah, he yeah, felt and that. It's typical. He felt that touch, but a he Williams. was in front of him. He had already gotten past him, and you know, as a defender, you shouldn't put yourself in that position. Right, Kerr. He was probably frustrated. No, no, yeah, Kerr. That was a fuck up on Kerr for sure. He but was like I, one I of thought, those Pokemon that got fainted with the little circles in their eyes. Yeah, exactly. That, that was him all bad. <laughs> He, um, I feel like he's got to, well, in, in, in Coleman's case, he's got to stay up. Or I, I do better at least trying to stay up because I felt like he tried to embellish it too much. Oh, well, yeah, he was trying to get a penalty. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it, didn't, it didn't work. But that was, yeah, that was definitely a, a talking point. And it, if, say if it was given a penalty, I don't think too many people would have been upset on it, about it, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, uh, that's, yeah, that's all I had to say on that And one, then man. there was the other one, uh, Kimmich kicks uh, Mbappe in the back of his leg. Um, as Mbappe had his back to the goal at one point. Um, I don't know. I, I there, There's a case for that one. Yeah. I, they even I, themselves out, Yeah, I it, think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm seeing Kimmich as, as too much of a nice guy, but I didn't think it was intentional personally. Oh, it wasn't, but... But it's it's part of the game, still, right? It happens. Yeah. It's a mistake. Happens, Sometimes yeah. it, should be, it should be warranted for, but... Like you said, just for the sake of the game, I think since those two things happened, it wasn't a big deal. I yeah. think no, no matter what, they, they cancel out. Yeah, yeah. Bayern wins. Yeah, and I know goals change games, but you know, that's it. That that, that was going to happen. All right, so yeah, we can move on to the Europa final. Uh, three to two for Sevilla. Sevilla wins their sixth uh, uh, Europa League. Yeah, and uh, it's like um, you know, it's just their tournament, isn't it? Yeah. I thought I thought Inter it was a better team. They, I think they are a better team. Oh, they team. were. They were. Yeah. Um, it's just the thing about Sevilla is that they're so effective, bro. They don't. Maybe they don't play the game the way that maybe you like or I like. I don't really like it either. They're dirty and they're they're dirty. They embellish calls. They dive a lot and they they're, they do everything that people hate about yeah. football. And once they're up and if you just brush by them, they'll they'll make sure to stay on the floor for two three Good minutes. Lord, man, that, they, yeah, that was that was uh, that was They're, they're so frustrating to watch. Yeah. It's just they're they're constantly on the fucking floor. Pero pero Luke de Jong, papá, those goals, <laughs> two goals, two goals. Man. Uh, he was one goal away, you know, from getting the the hat trick record he didn't get it but um just to give credit to to Sevilla I think going forward on the counter they're very impressive I don't know how but I guess Jesus Navas is taking sips out of the fountain of youth and just playing out of his skin he's still getting a Spain call up to this day to this day to this day you look at it and he's the captain on Spain right now but his physical ability is that of a 22 year old so you can't take that away from him and he has the brains yeah so I mean respect to, to him uh, Lukaku uh, played a decent game, but that own goal, or it wasn't classified an own goal, but that touch into goal. It was an own goal? It, they, they actually ended up giving the credit to uh, Diego. Uh, Diego Carlos, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the center back. Who, who should have got called for a penalty. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it's, yeah. it's crazy, and I, I kind of hate that. For another penalty, because he, he conceded one against uh, Inter. Yeah, yeah. And then, and it, then ha- sticks his hand out. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's he gets away with a lot sometimes. He's very he's a roughhouser, a roughhouser. You know, he he's, just loves he's to. He's Argentine. Uh, I I want I, I don't even say. know. That's a good question. He's want, South American for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. You could tell for by his style. Sure, yeah. uh, but he yeah. uh, he was very lucky not to get a, a penalty call on uh, Lukaku as well early in the game. Um, but uh, you know, credit to them. They were they were awesome. Lautaro, uh, invisible man. Yeah, he was invisible, and I don't know what to uh, attribute that to because on his day we know he's he's solid. But he, he was pretty flat the last few games. Yeah, cool. and I think those two goals from the game before, 
kind of hid that. But yeah, yeah he, he wasn't really impressive uh, after the break, really. Yeah, I think um, in his case, when he gets the ball deep, he he has to rely on skill and, and pace to get past defenders. And you look that you look at that juxtaposed to Lukaku. Got a good, good tattoo though. <laughs> yeah, he does. He he's got. A, I, I actually dig his tats in general. It just goes with his uh his uh, aesthetic, if you will. But the the one on his uh, forearm. Yeah, it has. It's funny because it has Nestor's name on it. So he brought it up the other day. He must be a fan of the pod. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> hey. yeah. Uh, what, what I was gonna say, though, Lukaku, when he gets the ball, it could still be a bad pass, a bad play, but just off his physicality, he's able to somehow finesse, you know, his body into a position to get a shot off, and that's how he gets his goals. And I feel like Lukaku has more goals because he has more uh, power and variety when he gets deep in the box. And, and yeah. Lautaro is a run of play type of guy. Yeah, he would benefit off of uh, off of a quick passing team like City, like Liverpool, you yeah. know, teams that move fast with the ball. That's where he'd shine in. Yeah, Inter, Inter's way too slow for that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they, they paid for that, man. Um, I, it, it was kind of frustrating to watch. It's like <laughs> watching the Europa League final uh, for some reason gives me the, like, that. You know how, like, uh, when you put on Channel 3, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you remember this, but like Channel Three, it has like a different kind of quality to it than, than like the other channels. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, it's just a little bit lower, and in your, I don't know if it's mental or, or something, but yeah, the, the quality is a little bit lower. But uh, Inter, uh, they're they're a little too slow in their build up. They they rely a lot on crosses. Um, Christian Eriksen uh, came on a little too late. Alexis Sanchez, they brought him up to to you know provide some kind of spark. Yeah, he didn't really do much. Sevilla was a little too brutal for him. Yeah, um, and uh, it, it was just frustrating to watch Inter not be able to to generate uh, plays. They they looked like they were good at some points, and then all of a sudden the play would fall off out of nowhere. And um, I don't know. I I was I was pretty frustrated watching watching that. And then Sevilla just throwing themselves yeah everywhere there. I mean, their Sevilla's goals were kind of like. Just, I'm not saying they were flukes, but it was just off of a just a quick play, you know, across into the box, Dijon getting contact back mm-hmm. of the goal. Yeah. You, you give credit to that for sure. But when it came to generating attacking football in the box, I think Inter was better. But uh, what's really good about Sevilla is when they get in the in their own box, they defend it so well, they get compact, yeah, and that made it so and, difficult. And for Inter. Um, you know, say what you will about Everett Benega, uh, which oh. I, I am not a fan of, but he's he's able to to dictate that. That last attack, that last, uh, the pass into that final quarter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And he, he's, you know, he's your typical Argentino is just gonna. Just a maestro. He's, on the he's ball. just gonna, yeah, he's, he's gonna eat you up, yeah. um, as long as he has the ball on his feet. But yeah. And he's also really good on set pieces, like getting, yeah. you know, balls into Dijon. Yep. That's right. I, I do wanna say, though, I did get a little upset with him. I didn't like the, the fact he went up to Conte and, and made fun of his hair. Oh, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, that was a low That's ball. That's fucking man. shit. That was a. I mean, I mean, from from for myself and the culture I grew up in, I I grew up respecting my elders. Like, you don't do that. I mean, you could you could fuck around and joke with a guy your age or your opponent, but don't go after the manager, man. That's a guy. With, he's up there, man. Like, you got to respect him, and he's a yeah. legend too. Yeah, and yeah, and Conte's a, a, a football legend. Yeah. Um. Just yeah. He well, Conte has a, you know, he has beautiful hair. 
Yeah, he, he has, has a fight for attitude. So as well. like, yeah, and he's and he's got he's got some attitude to him. Yeah. So what happened was Banega. There was what was it a mix up or something? It was a, a hard foul, and then uh, I guess Conte's complaining to the refs, and then Banega strolls over to to Inter's bench and tells him, "What's up?" He point every every Banega points to his own here. He's like, "Is this real?" And he's point like saying asking asking. Uh, uh, Conte and Conte gets fired up, bro. Well, Conte he, looks like he wanted to take. Didn't he pull it? What happened? Didn't he pull it? Didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, pull yeah. He did. He pulled, the the he camera pulled. didn't catch that part though, but uh, but uh, he only caught the part where uh, Banego was pointing to his own hair. But yeah, allegedly he pulled it, and <laughs> I mean, dirty. That's enough to piss anybody off. Yeah, dude. That, that's dirty. You know. Um, I mean, it's it doesn't look like fake hair. It's not like Trump where it's nah. obviously fake hair. I mean, it's you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 well, and then and then so they got into it, and then Conte's like, "All right, meet me after the game." Yeah, yeah. Meet I'll take I'll take Conte after that. Oh yeah. I'll take him all day. Well, Conte's a savage. I mean, well, Banega looks Banega like he's a, yeah. Banega, you know, he's your typical Argentino. Probably grew up in the streets, but yeah, yeah. He's he. I mean, on the pitch, he's a bitch. <laughs> Straight up, that was that was grimy, and I didn't like that. But yeah. uh, well, it is what it is. I'm sure in the end, uh, Conte will have the last laugh. But. Uh, Freaking Banega, bro. He it just it just plays into the character he is though. He's kind of like a villain, yeah, and he embraces a, yeah, that. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was it for Europa, man. I mean, yeah, Europa. Uh, I mean, Sevilla. There, there's not much else uh, to say about uh, Europa. Getting a spot in the champs. That's that's yeah, pretty much all they get can a champs, celebrate. Uh, chan- uh, a spot in the champs, and then you know, make it make it back to the Europa because they stink, and uh, that's where they belong. Whoa, whoa, hey. <laughs> we'll see, man. Um. What else? What else is there? Um, should, should we finally get to it? Oh, man. Well, if it's the, uh, what the, I think you're talking about. The the big news of the week. The talk of the town. Yes, sir. The, uh, I don't know, I'm out of, uh, I'm out of uh, Adjectives. superlatives. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's happening, isn't it? Um, it's been thrown around for years, uh, messy to city. Um, and it looks like it looks like it's finally gonna happen. Yeah. So just to back it up, about a week and a half now, mm-hmm. um, there there was reports that Messi was going to leave, and this was after the the Bayern uh, Munich disaster, the, the the second Bayern disaster. Yeah. Is um, that Messi was gonna leave, and uh, you know I don't I, I don't think people took it seriously. The president Bartomeu was. You know, was uh, expected to resign, and that was going to keep Messi happier, mm-hmm. at least complacent. Um, but now, a uh, few days ago, um, it, it's reported that you know he had a meeting with Kuman, right? And uh, it didn't go so well. And uh, in my opinion, you know, he was probably already decided that he was going to leave anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was just to give him lip service at least. Yeah, and uh, and just see where he was going, and uh, you know. He decided, or I guess his camp uh, leaked. It was leaked. Yeah, it was pretty much leaked. Yeah, it was leaked out that he that he's done with Barcelona and he's he's uh, trying to uh, enforce this clause in his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, the the clause is that at the end of the season, uh, if he chooses to, he can he can terminate his uh, his uh, his contract with uh, Barcelona and leave on a free transfer. Mm-hmm. No, no transfer clause. His transfer clause at the moment is seven hundred million, which no <laughs> one in their right mind is going to buy. And uh, 
And uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that that leaves us where we're at right now, which is leaving you pretty happy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, basically, the mood on that is. I like it. Um, <laughs> and that's Pep Guardiola again. I'm, I'm whenever it's city related to something I love, just get used to that, folks. But uh, I like it. Yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, best player in the world joining City. And never did I think that in, in, in my wildest dreams. Obviously, he's 33 now. Not the player he used to be, but it's crazy because today I was watching the first goal he ever scored, scored for Barca and the last goal, which was against Napoli, where he's tipping over, falling, and he scores that goal. The guy's still amazing at this age, and um, he'll be able to give us the, the clinicality we've been missing with the bottlers we have in, in Sterling and they, uh, Gabriel Jesus at times. I mean, he gets to link up with his partner in crime um, and his best friend, uh, Sergio Aguero, which he said countless times. Because the interesting thing about Aguero and Messi is they both came up at the same time on the national team. Obviously, had both had different trajectories, but, you know, at the time where Messi was in Spain, so was Aguero. They just were always getting along. So I'm like, dude, this, this is just a match made in heaven. And under Pep, uh, but listen. They never I, did link well in the national team. You don't think they did? Not really. I mean, they they always got along well. They got sure. along, but I mean, like football wise. No, I mean, I think they they did actually because I played remember off each other well. Yeah, I mean, maybe not like it, maybe it wasn't as overbearing as some partnerships that exist. But like last just last year, uh, he assisted uh, Aguero on a goal. But I mean, it's just it's just to say that uh, I think they're they're gonna get along well and. I'm just, I'm pretty excited. I'm not going to well, lie. Well, yeah, I, I think uh, out of all the teams that are able to go in for Messi, and there, there's a few, there's PSG, uh, United, Real Madrid, which is just not realistic, and maybe Bayern, mm-hmm. with, with the financial capability to get Messi. I, it, as it stands right now, the most comfortable position is to get Messi. You know, one, he doesn't speak English, mm-hmm. and... Uh, and he doesn't seem like the type that that's going to take the time to learn a new language. Right. So you put him in a, in a comfortable position with Sergio Aguero, um, uh, Otamendi, yeah. Pep, who he's familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, just just that, just the just the uh, language alone, and the comfort around that. Um, and then the prospect of playing with Kevin De Bruyne. Fucking hell! Yeah. You know, if he can, I could just see it now, bro. Like. You know, De Bruyne bombing the midfield, chip through ball, uh, fast paced through ball, any kind of ball. Messi's gonna touch it with the grace of, of, of God. You know, just pillow it onto his foot. I, I just could already see it, and I'm excited. And um, and then Raheem Sterling bottles it. Ah, uh, I hope not, bro. I mean, I hope this inspires all the guys too, because when Messi joins your locker room, everybody listens and everybody aspires to a different level. At least I think. Yeah. That's the best yeah, ever. Of course. Um, arguably, but. Um, yeah, but man. You guys are going to get some casualties for sure because, you know, to bring in Messi is to bring in a huge wage. Yeah. And and space on the pitch. Yeah. Um, there's guys that are going to have to be uh, d- dis- disposable. Yeah. Or how do you feel about who might leave? Or who might leave, actually? You know, Bernardo honestly. for me is the one that sticks out the most. I, yeah, I know. You, yeah, we were talking about that. I honestly, personally, I don't think anybody will leave. If anybody will leave, uh, honestly, I can't. I can't see anybody leaving personally. I haven't seen any rumors really. I haven't seen any transfers. Um, I mean, I've seen Bernardo rumored to to Barcelona, but dude, Bernardo's very valuable to us. He's really good. Like I, I can. Yeah. It would really suck to see him go. But he's gonna. He doesn't have a lot of playing time as it is. Mm-hmm. The playing time that he deserves, anyway. Yeah. 
with Messi on the pitch, I, I see even less playing time available for him. Well, you got to remember, David Silva left as well. And this is another thing, also touching on wages. I think City won't have a problem paying. Um, of course not. Uh, Messi's wages obviously they have money, but books. yeah, of course. Uh, but also just the fact that David Silva is leaving, and he was one of the highest paid players, or he did leave. We have enough money to cover that, and then um, so there's also going to be that opportunity for minutes. Phil Foden, Phil Foden is anticipated to take that role, but considering injuries and a long season, I think there'll be plenty of time for everybody to go get a go at least, you know. But um, I mean, yeah, transfers could happen. If if I had to pick one name to go. If it was up to me, really, it would be Gundogan. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah that, that, Gund- that's Gundogan, yeah. Sell him while he still has some value and throw Phil Foden or, you know, give uh, somebody else a role where they take that central spot and give the, you know, the pivots to Foden or, or De Bruyne or whoever. I don't see Foden as a pivot. Foden well, is more more direct, more attacking. Well, he can play as a like for England, the national team. He plays more as a, as a center mid. So I mean, I've seen him do it, but it's really up to Pep. You know? Yeah, Pep. I'm sure Pep will figure something out. Let's just hope we don't see Messi at like a at a central defensive midfielder for the Champions League semifinal. Sheesh. See, honestly, dude, if he did that, I, I'd still be confident in Messi, dude, just because he's so <laughs> good. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's so crazy. Like my mind's going crazy. Yeah. Thing is, it's not official yet, so. Uh, it's important to keep that in mind, but all the reports are pointing to uh, Messi, the city, and yeah, and and Barcelona is like they they've taken steps to to uh, to ensure that that they keep Messi somehow, but at the same time, uh, if they have to let go of him, get maximum value, and th- and some of them are of the opinion that they're going to get that seven hundred million. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get nowhere near that. They're not gonna get half of that. They're not gonna get half of half of that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, whether it's with players and you don't want to one, you don't want to keep Messi if he's miserable on the team. Yeah. Secondly, like the, the the way you got in this position was by giving Messi like extension after extension, and and the rest of the players on the team as well. So keep those guys because they're still good players. Busquets, Alba. Bika, keep those guys, especially if you let go of Messi. Because if if you do, you you find yourself in a position where, oh well, we got we sold Messi for 150 million. Everyone's going to turn that price up for for their players. Yeah, we we already know that there's a tax when you know other teams know that you you bank you you got some bank. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Barcelona is doing their their best to to push Messi away even more. You know, and if Messi really wants to piss them off, he's like, well, I'll go to Madrid. <laughs> Mm. You know, uh, but that. I don't see. I really don't see any option other than City. I know PSG just threw their hat in the ring. Uh, uh, initially, they're saying that it, getting Messi doesn't comply with fair uh, financial fair play, mm-hmm. um, which we know uh, can be skirted around, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we're still as a City fan, you know. Well, you know, we're still innocent as until proven guilty, and so I gotta say that, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, he's a little the absence, heated. the absence of evidence, isn't the evidence of absence. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> See, he's going all lawyer on me, but no. Um, uh, it's it's interesting, man. I'm just, I, what can I say, bro? I have not much. Like, I'm just so excited if it does go through. If it doesn't, I think our season is in see jeopardy. It, I want to see. No, you guys are fine without Messi. Yeah, you guys are like gravy without Messi. The thing um, and it's funny. I, I told you earlier. I want to see it so bad. Um. 
if we don't sign Messi, it's no biggie. I really want to get a center back in. I know we got Ake in, but uh, I want to get one more. Just because that's our biggest weakness, bro. Yeah. We, we're constantly getting caught in the back, and it ends up uh, fucking up Ederson. And yeah, we definitely, and especially considering we're going to lose Eric Garcia. Um, yeah, man. I just really feel like we need a center back first and foremost. Yeah. Forget yeah. Messi, you know. No, but but I definitely want to see all the Barcelona fans just turn into City fans or just stop talking about Barcelona. It's going to be interesting. As a City Everyone fan. Everyone thinks they can speak Catalonian now because of Barcelona. Yeah. It's going to be interesting for sure. But as a City fan who's been watching and supporting since the Europa League days, never did I think something like this was going to happen. But now I'm going to see all these, yeah, like this influx of fans that I didn't. And you're going to be associated with that. How do you feel about that? Um, honestly, when that happened to me when you can with name, my Lakers. When, when you're, yeah, when you're able to name the lineups of, of the dark days, yeah, then, then people can back off. Yeah. Like if I, can, if I can talk about Jordan Clarkson and Darius Morris and Kendall Marshall, you know, right. I, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. And if I can <laughs> talk about uh, Martin DeMichaelis and... Nastasic and Kolarov and <laughs> Fernando Nasri. Yeah, Samir Nasri and Alvaro Negredo. I mean, we've come a long way and a lot yeah. of teams do. But yeah, bro, I'm gonna be so excited if it happens and uh yeah. I'm definitely gonna buy a kit. Just best believe that, bro. Oh, I'm gonna be wearing it often. Okay, so, so yeah, so you're really gonna be a plastic. Yeah, and then if if he scores one day, I'm have to, you know and we're watching the game, I'm gonna have to take it off and pull it up in the air with the messy <laughs> facing mm-hmm. outwards and uh fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking no. Yeah, man. But um, moving on from that, I mean, I guess we're, it's still it's still a work in progress. We're gonna follow up on that and have more news for you guys next week. But yeah, next week it should probably be done. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: my birthday's tomorrow. If if he could sign tomorrow, pff, I'll be I'll be over the blue moon. The blue moon. <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> I'm not so happy about it after all. And, and the and the worst part for me and um, this is I. I like as a as a United fan, you know you guys are set to to get Messi, and you guys are like, you know, you guys are. Uh, there, there's reports that you, uh, City has a reserve of two hundred million just just in case for, yeah. for a Messi transfer. Yeah, you yeah. know. So then United are are you know they're they're shy to break the bank for Sancho, and yeah. they have gotten absolutely nobody. At least nobody worth noting that I can think of. Nah, nah. I mean they they did. Uh, give an extension today to Dean Henderson, which I have to oh, applaud yeah. them. Six years. Episode one or episode two, I I said, hey, you guys got to sign this kid because I watched him so many times throughout the league. He's the main reason why Sheffield United was even in the Europa League discussion. Yeah. Um, I think that kid's sharp and it's a great move on on uh, United's part for sure. He also takes up an English quota spot. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, what else is there to say about Barcelona? Are they are is Barcelona as a whole our bottlers of the week? Yep, for sure. Uh, it's hard to call them bottlers. I just want to call Bartomeu the bottler. I think he's got to go. Uh, they need a fresh start, and he's not owning up to it. You know, at least go out with some shame, resign on your own account. Uh, thing is, when you're the president, they can't. Nobody's there to fire you. You gotta come down yourself. There's no vote. There's no Congress. There's no branches of government. You gotta just own up, man. Uh, for your own sake, because people are calling for his head, almost quite literally. No, uh, like I think that. literally. Yeah. They, they threw a grenade yeah. at, at Barcelona HQ. Yeah. It's like the only grenades they're used to are granadas, right? Am I right? That and, kind of... And, and Messi <laughs> used to lob four or five a game. Yeah. 
I mean, they usually hold their ankles against Barca, but <clears throat> that's neither here nor there, as you say. Yeah. But step uh, patter. Yeah. Ah. ah, no me digas. At least he's not a penaldo, huh? Uh, ah, no, está penaldo. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, man, that's all. I mean, that's all I gotta say on Messi. Um, yeah. Hope he comes. Yeah. Well, I mean, Barcelona as, as a whole are trying to. Well, with Ronald Koeman, they're telling you know, certain players that they don't have a spot, like Luis Suarez. Right. You know, the strong rumor is for him to Ajax. Right. For him to, to I, I don't see Suarez as the kind of guy that's just going to lay down and, and take it like, oh, you know what? Yeah, no, I love this club. I'm just going to, I'm going to let you guys do. No, he still has time left in his contract, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah. You know? I'd uh, love to see him in the Prem again. Or Italy. Yeah. Yeah. But for him to go to Ajax, I think it's, it is a little below his level even still. He's 33, but... You know the guy. The guy was third leading scorer of the of La Liga. Yeah. So you know they, there's still a certain certain amount of skill and ability that he has that's able to to uh, dictate at least something on the field. And uh, at, at there right now there's a lot of uh, too much recency bias against Suarez. Imagine he goes back player. to Liverpool. Liverpool. Fuck man. Uh, I don't think he had that much of an affinity for Liverpool. Like, he almost single-handedly made them champions, but... He used them as a trampoline, for sure. Yeah, I mean, for he. I don't think he has, like, a special affection towards them. So yeah, right. I, I could see him somewhere else in, yeah, right. in England. Yeah. I I don't know. I'd like to see him at, like, Napoli or Juve or some, a team like that. I mean, you're I said... Not, you're, not gonna, you're not going to bust out a Jamie Carragher impression trying to talk Suarez to come in? Listen, I, th- I think he's the best center forward ever to play for Liverpool, honestly. That's that's, that's my Jamie Carragher. You guys will get a little bit now. If you guys keep listening, I'll, I'll do a little bit more. Yeah, me, me, and, me and Nestor, I always like to crack my, my Carragher uh, impression. But, um, yeah, man, Luis Suarez, I think anywhere he goes, he'll be successful. But I'd love to see him on the biggest stages, at least in a team still playing in Champions, Champions League at the very least. Some Champions football. Yeah. Which I guess Ajax offers, but, but know, it's Ajax, nothing, isn't it? nothing hopeful. Yeah. Um, moving on from Barcelona, uh, um, I guess transfer talk. Transfer talk would be nice, right? Yeah, we already went over the big bulk of it, which was the messy, the hype. messy one, and uh, that's the one that I'm like just refreshing all day on. Really, yeah. I just want to, I want to swim in Barcelona tears. <laughs> They're so smug, man. I saw some tweets yesterday of, of fans that sounded like high key suicidal, like they felt like life couldn't go on as soon as. The goat, there go Messi's going somewhere else. It's like, yeah, it's crazy, bro. Um, it kind of does lead you to think that these people were only fans just off the fact that he was, uh, or a fact uh, a fan of Barca just off the fact that he played there. Um, but you know, they gotta they gotta grow some and yeah. just move on. If yeah. you, this it, is what it I happens. said, and it's crazy because I tweeted this after the eight two loss. Is like Barca fans, if you ever needed a time to test your loyalty, this is the time. If you can stay a, a Barca fan through all this bullshit my respects to yeah, you if you could stay a Barca fan yeah um, like there, there's the one thing that Messi made you fall in love with football right and uh, Messi was the, the you know is the one that made me just you know that that's your that's your favorite player of all time There, there's that of course and no one's gonna deny that we all have our favorites and they're probably all from our favorite club yeah I don't, I don't know about you do you have a favorite player oh my favorite player of all time yeah uh fuck <laughs> That's a hard one. I'd have to think about it yeah. because uh, I've been watching the game for a while. Yeah. Anyway, and you uh, have to. I, I know I got sidetracked, but for Messi, for a lot of Barcelona fans, it happens to be Messi, and that's where they started watching football. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. But if if you're able, 
like let's say Barcelona has two, three horrible seasons, mm-hmm. if you can stick through that, then that's that's where your loyalty lies, and there's respect in that. But if you right. can go ahead and bounce and be a City fan, hey, well, well, just I welcome them. Just make sure you stay after Messi leaves. Yeah, and that's not going to happen because they have. <laughs> there's a track record there. There's They're going to go a support Madrid after Mbappe goes there. there there's a president set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you um, gonna play gatekeeper? Uh, it's it's like it's like when uh, it's like when LeBron was was you know be, becoming a superstar. Yeah. And everyone was suddenly. Oh, I've always been a Cavs fan. Oh fuck off. Yeah. Like yeah. what? No one's ever always been a Cavs fan. At all. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. even people from. Anyway. Um. So yeah, it, it's 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 a good test to your um, to your loyalty to your club, and if it's not, admit it, and just admit it. Just be straight up. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's no there is shame in it, but. Just, just be straight up. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on to other transfers, though. And I just want to say, I didn't write it down today. This is all off the top off of the, the dome. Noodle. Uh Rodrigo joining Leeds. I think this is a good place to start. From Valencia. Valencia, again. And it's becoming a weekly topic. I think we should just call this the Valencia. The Valencia minute. The Valencia segment, yeah. If just mm-hmm. we're shitting on them. But fucking hell. Uh, 30 They're mil for Rodrigo. Man. Rodrigo. Um, and Leeds, great pickup. I think anybody who can get a player off of Valencia right now is getting a bargain. Uh, yeah, fire gonna, sale. Yeah, it's, uh, you know... I uh, hope no players sign with them. Honestly, like, you're just asking for bad news. Yeah. Not even if you're up and coming, man, because they're just going to trash you, honestly. But, um, yeah, Valencia, man, they got to be... And you mentioned this, like, a few shows ago. They got to be tipped as the biggest club to possibly get relegated this uh up and coming dissipate and in, in, in like they're probably not gonna exist there's another club that happened to that recently right yeah i mean it happens pretty often i'd say like in different leagues like yeah. you know uh leeds was actually one of those teams not too long ago uh well well leeds had their their problems but they never like stopped existing as a club oh yeah i don't know if that's going to be the case for valencia but I, it's a possibility i would see like there's well they don't have any players and there's no one that's really going to buy a club with no players. They're probably going to... What they're going to do is they're going to sign, like, a bunch of, like, segunda division players and pay them meager salaries. Hope for the best. And yeah. And that's a not a bad business model from Peter Lim, but it's still a dick move, really. For, for the yeah, Valencia fans. For the fans, for the city, yeah, for the history. The history. And, bro, they were in champions this year, like, for a reason. And now they're not... They're probably not going to compete at that level anymore. They're so. not, not going to get anywhere near that relegation zone if they happen to stay as a club mm-hmm. is is the most likely scenario right and uh yeah but great pickup for leeds rodrigo is a, a very like a very good attacker uh what what impresses me about him is that he's a decent finisher but he has the finesse and the the technical ability to keep good ball control which you expect from spaniards yeah um so yeah good pickup for leeds and i, I hope he does well there uh moving on staying in the prem uh, Benjamin Chilwell. Chilwell. Oh so, yeah, that, that, that's relatively big news. Yeah, um, that just popped off today or yesterday. Yeah, he doesn't excite me for for Chelsea. He's not that impressive, is he? I mean, but I and we I talked about this earlier with you, but left backs aren't just uh, they they aren't the hot topic at the moment. There's there are a few that that raise the eyebrow, but not many. And Ben Chilwell is just uh, like I wouldn't say bang average, but he's like slightly. You yeah, know, he's he's, he's good. He's a C plus, B minus. Yeah, yeah, 
And um, but I guess uh, considering Chelsea's uh, problems, it's still a good pickup. They need that because uh, I don't even know who they have at the moment. Was it uh, Marcos Alonso? I want to say who's hasn't yeah. been great. Yeah, yeah, undersized and uh, technically fine, but just not not built to be the the starting left back. Right, my opinion. No, no I agree. Um, but good good pickup, I guess. Uh, title rival, um, well, not title rivals, league rivals, and in, in Leicester. It's kind of it's crazy though because Leicester have made 130 mil just off Maguire and uh, Benjamin Chilwell alone. Yeah. So they they're doing good on their transfer front end. I, I anticipate them. Leicester is actually doing really well in terms of identifying good talent to to stay competitive in the league. I really like being I, competitive yeah. in the league. And it's probably the most we talked about Leicester, but I really like what they're doing and in, in investing in young players like Dielemans. They just signed uh, James Madison to a contract extension, who I think is is very good almost up to the level of like you know he's definitely in the conversation with the Grealishes and the Foden's Greenwoods of the world well he got an international call up right yeah yeah he's got it he's actually had some previously um he's he's solid man I like him he has a set he's a set piece specialist and I know my my boy Ernie if he listens to this he's gonna be buzzing over it but yeah uh, and uh and Vardy got a contract extension as well uh and and this is why I respect him so much he's a club legend for 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 Leicester not only because he won a title but just He's he's loyal. Well, the, well, he's he's well, had the, offers the, from Arsenal, the, yeah, yeah, well, big clubs, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, it's hard for for him to to say no to them after he they gave him a chance and uh, you know they yeah. became champions together and all that. Don't get me wrong; he also seems like the guy who who'd score a goal and probably run over to the defender and celebrate in your face, you know, stuff like oh, that. But yeah, of course, no, he's he's a prick. kind of a dick, but he's, hey, man, he's the guy's solid. A prick. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, other he's than that, he's the kind of guy that's gonna that's gonna break a pull cue over your head yeah. while you're not looking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick, he'll just quickly chin you, huh, at the pub or something. That's right. Yeah, but yeah. um, I don't know. I didn't see too many other transfers than that. There's a lot of rumors, but at this point in the season, I'm um, I'm not really entertaining them anymore. Oh, um, I guess it's still a rumor, but it looks like it's in the closing stages. Weston McKinney to Juventus. Oh, as a loan? As a loan with a option to buy or not even option, uh, requirement to buy if he plays oh, really? 60% of the of the game. So that's pretty interesting. Well, watch them sit him on the last game I, to, I to hope avoid not, that. Um, Listen, he's really good, man. I'm not saying this just because I'm a U.S. fan, but, uh, man, the, the guy's an energizer bunny in the midfield. Just... A great presser of the ball, great tackler. Reminds me of Jermaine Jones a lot. Not only because he played at Schalke, but just a, a Jermaine very Jones played at Schalke. Yeah, dude. Schalke, bro. Schalke. He was a. I would almost say a Schalke legend. Um, Jermaine Jones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look it up. Jermaine man. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. I, and I'm a, I'm a big Jermaine Jones fan, but he has his problems. You know, he has his own problems. Yeah, but I, I sympathize with him because uh, you know. Yeah, it's well, yeah. he's a U.S. player. He's a U.S. He's a German slash U.S. player. I always put that because it's it's true. If I don't think if he wasn't German, he wouldn't have got that shout on the shock team, and he wouldn't have ultimately got that U.S. call up. But man, yeah, he's one of our best center mids ever. Yeah, forget about just yeah yeah yeah. yeah but yeah, uh, no, he was he, he was a pain in the ass for um, uh, against Mexico every time. Yeah, yeah, he's just a fucking unit, man. But um. Yeah, I think that's it for for transfer rumors. Well, or, I think we touched on it earlier. Uh, Thiago to to Liverpool. Do we really got to bring that up? That's <laughs> Kenny. Yeah, uh, that's been a rumor for a while. It hasn't panned out yet, and that's probably because Bayern were still in the tournament. But 
yeah, yeah. I anticipate that to go well, through. Th- yeah, there's a lot of talk that after the game, they they had a team party, and uh, Thiago looked like he was saying his goodbyes. Yeah. He's been there for a good while. Yeah. Um, finally got his Champions League. Was, yeah, was definitely one of the main factors of that success. And now, you know, it's time to say goodbye. And he's still playing at a really high level. Yeah. Oh, pairing, he's so good, yeah. Pairing him with... Uh, with um, uh, ca- oh, captain, my captain Jordan Henderson is yeah. going to be a nice, a nice thing to watch. He shakes his head. He shakes his head. He hates uh, Jordan Henderson so much. Hendo. Yeah, it's funny because the homies call me Hendo. I'm just like, ah, don't call me that because that's what they call Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Thiago is a great player, man. Like I can't even deny it. He's he's been rumored for City in the past seasons. It never happened. Uh, uh, he would, but, yeah, he would imagine him in uh, in De Bruyne. Oh, my God. That's what I was joking with you the other day, or earlier. I was like, uh, we take Messi and we take Frankie De Jong, we send them Bernardo Silva and, and Gabriel Jesus. I'll do that for sure. But, yeah, uh, of course. Of course anyone would do that. <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, it's Frankie De Jong, right? But, um, yeah, man, Thiago's uh, one of those players uh, who just, if, he's, if there's a top five position for poise, comfort, and... Just uh, creativity on the ball. He's he's up there, um, and I love watching him. He was amazing uh, yeah, in the final. Yeah, he was. He, I, I mean, I just have an affinity for that position. It's a position that I played. So, right. watching those guys and just man, I, I like I, I could go on. I can go on watch, uh, talking about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else transfer related? I think we're. Nah, good, yeah, I think, right? I yeah, was I just think, looking right now and I couldn't find anything. No, nah, no, nah, there's, there's not much. Things are slowing down now. Everything, everyone's countries. just like on pins and needles for messy news. Yeah. That's yeah. the main thing. Exactly. Rightfully so, man. That, that's huge. Yeah. You know, and he, he eclipses Ronaldo because when Ronaldo moved to Juventus, it was like a shock. But this is, even before it happens, such a big shock for for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I want this to happen so bad. And I don't even care that that city gets him. I just want to see it just to just to swim in someone else's tears for once, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's building up, isn't it? It's just <laughs> slowly coming uh, to a brew, and I just I, I'm just waiting for it to officially get announced. But it's not it's not happened yet, huh? No, no, um, and um, yeah, it's still gonna take some time. Yeah, but I did want to touch on uh, I guess something more local to us. More local. Yeah, LAFC playing. Uh, Los Angeles Galaxy. Oh yes, big win two zero. Uh, shout out to my boy, um, Ste- uh, uh, Sebastian Legette scoring a goal. The US International dating Becky G. Mad respect. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> why did you have to mention that? <laughs> <laughs> I had to, bro. He's just a boss on and off the field. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, but um, yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, so. Uh, Galaxy won the game pretty comfortably, um, 2-0. But after the game, you get complaints from uh, head coach Bob Bradley, as well as many of the fans from the LAFC side, saying it was it was too hot to play. Too hot. Too hot, uh, even though we're playing at our own stadium, yeah. Bank of uh, uh, whatever stadium they play at. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of LAFC fans happen to also be Barcelona fans. That, that just would not surprise <laughs> me in the least bit. <laughs> Right, right, right. Uh, they just don't understand the game. Like everyone else plays in the, under the same circumstances. It's not like Galaxy had an unfair advantage, you know. Right. So for you to say that, 
Look, when you're when you're in the same position as everybody else, you, you don't get to use that as an excuse. You don't get to to say, "Hey, this wasn't supposed to happen." Well, <laughs> it did, you know. So, and the other team did it willfully as well. You know, so. so you know, and you guys have been playing your whole lives. You're gonna tell me that you never played in 100 degree weather, you know? You, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of those guys played in AYSO as I did, and I, I can yeah. tell you with 100 percent, like with the straight phase that I played in 100 degree weather. And you're fine. You play two games. These yeah. guys are professionals. Come on, man. 100% professionals. Well, maybe not 100%. Yeah. Bob Bradley, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, I thought it was funnier even from the fans' perspective. Like, come on, man. Yeah, the fans were like, what are you crying about? We're both from L.A. We're both duking it out, playing under the same, on the same grass, under the same... Oh, but they're but they're a new team, and uh, they, they just came from the bottom. And they yeah, but do, they, they, the they have a trophy, though. They have a trophy. And what trophy is that? I don't even know, bro. <laughs> but they uh, they the always brag game? about it. Um, but for myself, man, uh, great win for Galaxy. El Tráfico. El, el Tráfico. Um, probably our biggest local derby. And uh, I can't the wait till we... we'll get to a derby. Uh, maybe next season we should go. Yeah, no, for sure. That's what I was going to say. I, I can't wait to attend some. Um, yeah. Just I just hope I don't get the, the urge to chin someone. Oh yeah, no, those, they're unbearable, aren't they? Yeah, with their but, chance, they they're a passionate bunch. I'll, I'll give them that. They're passionate. What that means, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, man. Any any other news? Anything else that we need to touch on? Ah, uh, man. League I, is coming in in uh, I think two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks for the for the Premier League to start. I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, and I can't wait to share that with you guys. Um, you know, the listeners. Yeah. When when the games are on, that's when we're at, we're at our best. Yeah, know? I know. Right now, we're we're, we're at a lull a little yeah. bit. You know, yeah. and uh, I I feel bad for not paying attention to the uh, to the Champions League qualifying games. Mm, right. You know, I think Celtic actually. They won. Yeah. They they won. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's one of the big teams that that didn't like they. They oh. didn't make the play-in. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, when I, I was watching the game, oh, I wasn't watching the game. I was keeping up on Twitter, and uh, Christy, just, he scored a goal off a of deflection to take him 3-2. I don't know what it ended up at, though. I see. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I, I should watch those because it's still champions, but th- like, let's be honest, man. Those, those, those no, teams, those, are, those, are the low, those are the feeder teams that, yeah. that end up making it and getting bounced out of the group stage. And ma- making Bayern look good for being undefeated ah, <laughs> for the whole Champions League campaign. I know. It's crazy, um, man. But, yeah, I mean, you know, to be real, those are the teams that are going to end up in, uh, in the Europa League. Yeah. No, Celtic lost, bro. They did? And, and uh, I think that that's what kept is keeping them from actually playing in the uh in the champions league Fuck. oh yeah 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 they're they're out yeah oh, they're and their there. coach says that if you don't want to be here leave fuck celtic is the biggest team from scotland scotland yeah yeah, yeah. scotland yeah i mean that's crazy i i they were winning when i was watching us I, I mean but that's just the tale of the tapes um the teams are so hung are so hungry dinamo zagreb almost got eliminated today and they're usually one of the teams to make it into the champions league they have to go to penalties I think they've won it at one point could be they're, they're definitely the most successful team from croatia i just yeah you know it's one of those things where you just there's so many teams but um yeah yeah i haven't followed up too closely on that myself but uh you know it's crazy because i remember like the years that city had to play in those knockout games when, when we would finish fifth or fourth or whatever yeah it was it was something bro i'll tell you that it was <laughs> crazy because these teams are hungry because it's like their one chance to ever make it on the big screen if you will yeah 
And, uh, yeah, it's a credit to, to the teams that make it. And I'll be interested once I see the culminating class of what teams are going to make it into the group stages. It's always fun, you know. Yeah. And, and also there's always certain individuals that make it out from those clubs, and there's a reason why they make it there. So Yeah. 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 So um, for next week, uh, we're, we're, we're pretty dry, man. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, there's not going to be any Champions League to talk about. No and even, even the week after, I think it's going to be right before mm-hmm. the uh, – the leagues start up again so we're gonna need to uh, to figure out how to yeah you know come up with content well for sure um well, well for those who listen we'll do a Q&A possibly oh talk about what you guys want to talk about real quick because we're not going to have a too much of a chance to do this throughout the season yeah transfers are we're gonna probably you know discuss some new transfers by then yeah and yeah. uh we'll maybe do some league previews league uh, previews tactics tactics um, and all that yeah our favorite matches maybe we could talk about like legendary games as well yeah and uh i'd also i guess right now is a good time to to hone in on the mls and league i make is going on that's something we can maybe make definitely keep up on yeah yeah but uh yeah man brush up on it a little bit hell yeah uh anything else anything else you want to say i think i've uh i've let it all out man put a lot on the grill uh messy Messi, Messi, come to City, my boy. Listen, if you want to win the champs, let's go. Let's get this. That's all. That's my. That's my ending statement. Damn. That's uh, <laughs> hey, vote for, vote Henry for president. He doesn't agree, but he knows. He knows. No, I I I, uh, I know that City's got the best chance, and I want to see Messi leave Barcelona. I, I want to see it. I just want to see. I want to see if he can do it on a. On a cold, rainy Tuesday night in Stoke. Or Burnley, I guess you can say. I guess these days, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking so, um, that's it. Oh, I want to... Uh, you, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, but, you know, we, we do have to give you happy birthday. Oh, appreciate it, Big Tomorrow, dog. Thursday, yeah. uh, August 27th. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, big man. You're, you're reaching your quarter, quarter century life. Yeah. 25, and, uh, yeah. Sounds like you're going to have a good time. Yeah, I'm going to uh, hit a local Palm Springs this weekend, <laughs> uh, get as plastered as I can, safely and responsibly, of course. But, uh, yeah, 25, Fernandinho year. Who would have thought, huh? But, uh, yeah, yeah. Man. thanks, man. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I think I think we're good. I think we're good for the day, man. Always, yes, always a good time. And uh, we'll catch everybody next time. Uh, two guys, two mics, two pints. Uh, listen to some Adela Costa and uh, keep us updated if you guys have any questions. Cheers. <laughs>